As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for listening to Storm Talk 365. This is Ms. B. All of our shows are sponsored by Jerry West Live, PositivePower21.org, where you can find me on Channel 23, also Robin and Mabins Productions.com. Music provided by Linton and Louise Smith at JohnBuzzRadio.biz. <laughs> Good afternoon. Thank you so much for taking that moment out of your day to tune in to Storm Talk 365 Radio for the debut of Empowering Hope. My name is Latasha Fry, and as your host, I'm truly excited to begin a new journey with you all to empower hope in your life. This show is divinely purposed to help you find the light in your life through the power of hope, through the power of your hope. Every Wednesday from 1230 to 1, I will be on a mission to pour into you through spiritual encouragement and empowerments of bold declarations of hope. Um, Throughout the journey, we'll explore life challenges and really learn how to rise up against them through increasing their faith. So again, I'm really excited to have this opportunity to really be a vessel and a source of hope for you to really rise up and overcome some challenges that you may be experiencing in this season. Since this this is our first day, I would love to share a little bit more about me and why I am led to be a source of hope for many. So for the past 10 years now, I have been a professional in the mental health field. I worked with um, several different populations and organizations really focusing on to help people cope with their mental health adversities, um, whether it's co-occurring with substance abuse challenges, physical disabilities, intellectual disabilities. I really have served in many positions to 
to help people in their areas of life. So throughout that journey, um, I've also had experienced my personal challenges with depression. Um, I will be sharing a lot with you all about my personal testimonies and how I had um, transformed my level of hope to get where God has placed me today. And um, I think it's powerful that we confidently speak up about our testimonies because um, it will really be a source um, of someone else's victory and it will increase the faith of, of others as well. So I am a strong advocate of sharing stories and um, sharing my um, encounters with, with other people and really just expressing how God's grace has really pulled me through in some of the darkest times of my life. Um, currently, right now, I am the founder of the Romans Gift Project. God has placed this huge vision in me to really launch up a community organization and a ministry that is going to inspire many others to give to provide hope for those in need. So what we do throughout the Richmond, Virginia area, we actually gather up our community get, um, our community members and we unite them as one in a fellowship, which we call Hope Fellowships. And during our fellowship time, we bring together our resources, donations, and we create what we call Hope Bags for the homeless and other at-risk populations. And through, through the fellowships, we really, truly inspire and encourage that inner power of giving. Um, I will be talking about giving a lot on our show because it is a powerful gift that God has placed in us. Um, it's not our, our gift of giving is is meant to serve the needs of others and is meant to uplift others and encourage others. Um, sometimes we think of giving as a tangible gift, but, you know, our presence, our support, our smile, um, our, our just being around um, is a powerful gift of giving and it matters. And so that's a little bit about me. Um, you can learn more about me at RomansGiftProject.org. You can find me on Facebook as well as Tasha Fry. Um, you may not be able to find Latasha Fry on Facebook, but I am on there as Tasha Fry. And you can also find me on Instagram, and I am at Romans Gift Project, and that's my handle for um, most social media um, avenues. So, but let's get into the first topic of our show. Um, I would really like to start this journey by taking time to define and identify what hope means for us. So I'm going to throw out some questions, and I just want you just to take a little second to really reflect on them. So do you strive to hold, to hang on to hope with wishful thinking, or are you boldly harvesting God's promise with expectation? Hmm. Yeah. Let's think about that for a second. How about, do you have troubles enduring difficult situations? Or do you gather confident trust, knowing that what is seen is not what is promised? So I'm going to repeat that again. Do you have troubles enduring difficult situations? Or do you gather confident trust, knowing that what is seen is not what is promised. So I want you all to really take time to, to identify um, what area are you in. 
um, what, what question, what answer um, related to you most. So my definition of hope is harvesting overflowing promises eagerly. Harvesting overflowing promises eagerly. The power of hope is infinite. It's definite when it comes to God's promises. It's the power of gathering um, confident trust that what is seen is not what is promised. And it truly is a gift that needs to be fully activated in us to endure what may seem impossible. So on our journey together on Empowering Hope, we have to first identify and explore what hope truly means to us. And in that, and mold that reflection into a powerful gift that is really purposed to be the light in some of our greatest challenges. Um, this truly is a season right now where um, God is doing a great work in many of us. And we are going to come against challenges. We're going to come against attacks. And we really need to be prepared to endure and sustain our faith throughout it all. And my belief is that once we transform our level of thinking and we transform our mindset um, of hope into an anchored level of faith of what is seen is not what is promised, then we truly will become victorious in anything that we are facing. So we want, I encourage you all just to be open today on this call and really allow your mindset to be stimulated from the heart of your faith. We're going to be really exploring the depth in the heart of your faith. And allow the activation of confident hope to bring forth an eager expectation for your life. It's really time to reject the probability of victory and claim the harvest of promises. We are going to reject the probability of victory and claim the harvest of promises. You think about the word probability. You think of a chance. <laughs> Everyone's playing the, the Powerball lottery. And I, I was watching the news the other day and I laughed because the first thing, the first thing she said was, it's a really, really low chance that you're probably not going to win. But <laughs> so her first thing was, you know, really expressing the low probability of of you women. And um I've had several conversations with many and they do have a confident hope that they're going to win. And that's great. That's awesome. But there is another set of people that really focus in on the the probability um and it's really reflected in their voice tone. And that's how we are going to explore what hope truly means to us. And so how do you feel when you say it? Are you saying it with possibility or are you saying it with, ex, you know, expectancy? Do you feel uncertain when you say, I hope? Or do you feel secure and you say, I have hope? Um, there's really power in how we declare our levels of hope. Um, I'll share a story with you um, about an encounter that I had with a man who was homeless and how I was led to really stop and have a conversation with him. Um, one thing that we do, as I mentioned before, we actually keep our, our hope bags in the car with us. And so when we see someone we can give freely, you know, without hesitation, 
And um, at this encounter, I actually took time to get out my car and sit down with them and, and have a conversation with them and just to get a story because there is a lot of stigma behind individuals that are homeless, um, individuals that are, are challenged with different adversities such as mental health and substance abuse. And it really takes us, someone in our time, to just sit down and be present and just to have a conversation with someone to really change the stereotypes that have been ingrained and planted in us for so many years. So as I was sitting down asking him about his story, and he was very open, very open, he shared with me that um, he had actually suffered an electrical injury. Um, He was on the job. He was a contractor. And he had no family, no support. Um, His parents had passed away several years ago. He had no insurance, and he ended up in the hospital in critical condition for about four months. Um, At that time, he lost everything. He lost his house. He lost lost his job, of course, but he didn't have any support. He didn't have any help. He said for a short period of time, you know, he stayed at some friend's house here and there, um, but he soon began to, you know, realize that those friends weren't truly um, out there to really help him. So what I find it interesting and why I share this story is because I counted about maybe five or six times that he said, I have hope. I have hope, but I have hope. He never once said, oh, I'm hoping that someday things will change. It was, it was bold. It was, it was confident. He was like, I have hope that this situation is going to get better. You know, I am hoping that my social security is going to come through. And it, he kept saying hope. And it, it was just, it was, it really triggered something in me because I'm sitting here with a man who has no home. You know, he had a tent set up in a park um, several blocks down and he was open. He was nice. He was, He was confident. He was really confident in the midst of his situation, in the midst of his circumstance. He just knew that it was going to be like this for long. And those statements of hope, I I felt it. I felt it in his tone and I felt it in his presence. And that's what I'm really challenging you all on the call today is to really take time to reflect on how do you use the word hope and how and when do you apply it? Um, is it, is it wishful thinking? Are you, are you just wishing that something that would just pop up and happen and, and occur in your life? Are you really declaring and expecting that God has something so much greater for you? And that promise is going to come to pass and you are expecting it to happen. So that's what we're, we are really going to get into the meat of, Okay. So as I mentioned, you know, hope is purpose to be the light for you and some of your um, greatest challenges. And we really need to shift our mindset, okay? And we really need to really key in and focus on the power of our, and I'm going to say I hope, okay? So why is expecting so important? And how do we do it on a consistent basis? Because I'll I'll be honest with you, it's it's hard. It's hard keeping 
momentum. It's hard um, really pressing through on things that you know you got to do to to help the situation change Um, because if you don't know, um, I'm going to share with you, if you don't do your work to bring forth the change, then God can't do his work. So we really have to um, focus in on on doing the work to bring forth the change. But in the midst of it, we have to anchor our hope and our trust in him and increase our faith throughout it. But I know it can be challenging. I know um, I know the the breaks and especially when you're encountering a difficult situation, it could be really hard to maintain that resiliency, but we're going to get into that a little bit later because that is linked with something else that is really powerful um, in the definition of hope. So why is expecting um, so important? Expecting is important because it reduces doubt. It reduces doubt. When you are able to, <clears throat> when you are able to expect in something that is true, there is no room for doubt. There is no room for failure. Um, there's no room for disappointment. Okay. So if you declare over and over and over again that you expect something to happen, and then suddenly doubt starts to creep in, you know, you start getting in those those thoughts. Well, what is this not going to happen? And you know. I see I see my account looking like this and it it just doesn't look like it's ever going to happen or you know um my kids keep um acting up and I and you know I'm really hoping that they would change but you know I I don't see any change. I don't see any change. I don't see any change on my job. You know, I don't see any change in the management or how people are treating me no matter how nice I am to them. Um and all these doubtful thoughts start to creep in so everything that you were really excited about um it starts to really um the momentum and the energy starts to dwindle down but if you declare you declare God's promises you stand on them boldly and you expect 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 when the doubt starts to creep in it just feels wrong because your faith doesn't accept anything beside what God has promised you so you really have to get the word inside of you so when those thoughts of doubt start to creep in, your 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 mind and your spirit automatically just rejects it. So we have to get to that state of hoping with expectation. And I and I hope that um I hope that makes sense and 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 um gives you some type of revelation in your in your life as well. So declare, declare, declare. You may want to accept the things that you see right now. You may want to accept the things in, in your reality because um, it's there. You see it every day. But every day you're seeing those things, and eventually your mind begins to receive it as true. But if you expect with the promise, you learn to embrace that promise as true. And that is the real truth. It's just, in the spiritual realm. It just hasn't it just hasn't been released to us yet. Okay? So God's promise is what we need to embrace on and receive as the truth, not what is seen in front of us. <clears throat> That's why there's power in, in declaring your I hope statement. So for instance, you may see darkness in your life because you are suffering 
or you may see everything crumbling down in a negative way. But since the beginning of time, God saw the light as good. Therefore, he literally divided the light from the darkness. He divided the light from the darkness because he knew the light was good. So expect and declare that division to be true. Receive it. My name is Tasha. I am a child of God. He saw the light as good. Right now, I see darkness. Right now, I see everything crumbling down. But my hope is in God to provide the light. Wake up and say that every day. Even when you see um, something crumbling before your eyes and and it just it just doesn't it's just so negative or you just hear people and they're just so negative. Speak that light. Speak it. Speak. Hold on and embrace that promise and expect it to happen right before your eyes. You also may feel pain in your life right now. You may be going through a situation, um, maybe be challenged with um, some level of depression or maybe someone betrayed you or you're grieving right now. But you can expect and declare God's promises of peace. You know, stand on the word of Isaiah 32, 18 and expect that you will dwell in a peaceful place, that your soul will be peace and, and you'll be secure and that you soon will receive rest. Expect it. Expect it. Maybe your body right now is feeling pain because you have some health conditions. You know, expect expect your body to rest in, in, in that dwelling place of peace. Declare it. Speak it. Maybe you've been struggling to move forward from um, financial debt or anything that you do for um, for that matter. Maybe you are, are, are really seeing repetitive cycles. Maybe it's in your relationship and you keep seeing the same things happening over and over again. And no matter what you do, you keep trying, but you just keep seeing the same results and you keep seeing the same things pop up, rise up over and over again. I challenge you to really key in on how you respond when those cycles pop up over and over again. Do you say, I sure do hope to get out of this one day. I sure do hope to stop seeing this stuff happen over and over again. Or do you declare a promise and expect that the new thing shall bring forth? Without a doubt, it should spring forth. Are you just, you stand and and declare that, you know, I'm seeing all these things that's been in my past. I'm seeing all these things and it is is it's getting tired, it's getting old, it's a history of negativity and and cycles in my life. I'm tired I'm tired of seeing this. Or do or do you or do you declare and say, you know what? God promised me that a new thing shall spring forth. And I'm gonna expect that it shall spring forth very soon. So let's move into that that trying phase. We were just talking about how we we keep going over and over again, trying to do something new, but something it, it doesn't break for us. Um, so we say that expectancy. Um, we say that expectancy reduces doubt. Well, eagerness reduces disappointment. 
Expectancy reduces doubt. Eagerness reduces disappointment. So when you eagerly work through something difficult, your results will match every effort you put into it. See, you already made it through step one. You saw something that was not right in your life, so you desire to see a change. So you desire to try something new, whether it's in your behavior, your attitude. You desire to take a different path. Well, that is a state of readiness. That is your first step. You already have a willing mind, but that willing mind is faced with what you see in your reality. So if you continue to eagerly work toward receiving the expected promise, there will be a a completion. There will be a completion. And that is a promise of God. Therefore, the results, they can't be disappointed. It, It can't fail you. Maintain perseverance in whatever situation you are in, and it will produce that character of expectancy, and it will produce hope, which does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured directly into your heart. Declare, I am Tasha. I am harvesting my faith that I will triumph in in, in trouble. I expect with eagerness and declare the word of Romans 5, 5, that my hope will not disappoint because of the love of God that's been poured into my heart. I will be victorious because of my hope, because of my troubles, because of my tribulation. I will be victorious because I have hope. That is a declaration of expectancy and and, and promise, and that is a declaration of eagerly pressing through. So, just to wrap up everything that we really explore today to really define what hope is, um, hope starts really by harvesting everything that you expect. And that's why I define hope as harvesting overflowing promises eagerly. Hope starts by harvesting everything you expect that is confident and true in your heart, then eagerly embracing it throughout until you receive a victorious result. I pray that from you joining me today that you are empowered with a new hope. I pray that this is the beginning of a a major transformation in your mind that really is stimulated um, from the root of your faith that resides in your heart. I hope that you will continue to join us every Wednesday and be inspired to move forward in God's hope and not in man's hope and not in, in the hope or the wishful thinking that you see in your world right now. And see, we encounter so many things in our life. And if our heart is not right, and if our faith is not anchored in our heart, then we will encounter many issues in our life. I mean, we're always going to, but it's going to make it more challenging for us to really endure and get through them. Deferring hope will make the heart sick. And faith must dwell in the heart. I am purposed to be your vessel of, vest- of restoration that empowers hope without seeing. I am purposed to to be a source for you, be a source of encouragement for you, to really um, empower you to seek to seek your hope, to, to seek a new thing in you, and increase your faith to a whole higher level of expectancy. I hope that you really um, enjoyed our time together. I really look forward to continuing to bring in 
um, spiritual encouragements and coaching you all on how to declare God's promises over your life. Again, you can um, contact me and reach out to me at www.romansgiftproject.org. I would love to um, speak with you all if you have any questions. You can also reach me at romansgiftproject at gmail.com. Next Wednesday, we are going to continue our journey of empowering hope. We are going to be exploring, <clears throat> we are going to be exploring some of God's promises of hope more in depth. And we'll be exploring um, some of the situations that we often encounter throughout the week. Um, it is Wednesday. We're halfway there. So um, I pray that you are, you all are encouraged and that you really continue throughout your day uh, with a new mindset. So I look forward to speaking to you all soon. My name is Tasha Fry with Empowering Hope. Y'all have a blessed one. Harvesting overflowing promises eagerly. There you have it, Tasha Fry. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Ms. B right here on Storm Talk 365. We hope you'll come right back with us every Wednesday from 1231 with Tasha Empowering Hope. Harvesting overflowing promises eagerly. Bye bye now. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.